Uh, what game? I don't. I was so angry at Matt for, for that smirk on his face. I completely lost track. He said something about the Dolphins and had this smug look on his face. And I moved on perfect time, so you couldn't rebuttal it. Welcome back to another episode of Betting with Babies, the ultimate guide for sports betting dads. Each week, we'll break down our best bets, rank our top touchdown scorers, and as always, we'll dive into the dad zone where we'll share valuable tips, stories, and perspectives on being the best dads you can be during a busy sports season. I'm your passive-aggressive host, Mr. Clutch. And I'm here with my Bet With Your Heart, Not With Your Head co-host, Mr. No Days Off, and our very own Maddie Stats. How we doing, gentlemen? I, I'm here to make the declaration. Finally, I'm ready to admit it. The Dolphins are a good team. I'm just going to say it. I've pr- I haven't said it all season. They're 9-3. They control their own destinies at the number one seed. It's going to be a problem if the playoffs go through South Beach. Also, I'm old as heck. I really messed up my neck sleeping last night. And it's not only am I in great pain, but I'm very depressed about it. Maddie? Oh, geez. <laughs> Talk about a, like a handover there, transition. <laughs> oh, I top that. Really depressed. Uh, dude, I'm good. Life is good. Uh, got things going. And I do want to discuss something which I got some flack about in the group thread. Uh, Dak Prescott, MVP. Currently has the second best odds in Vegas. Number two. You, Dak had, claim, you had claimed that you were hearing whispers. And so I was calling you a little bit crazy, but not so crazy this week, huh? Oh, he's, there's uh, no way he stays at this level. I mean, the whispers are now a chant. They, like, if he has a good game God, please. against the Eagles this week in Texas... Like, they're going to be chanting MVP. I mean, this is what it all comes down to, right? You got the Eagles-Cowboys division game. The hype is on both teams. This is the type of game Dak has to show up for. Yeah, yeah he won't. Stop it. You, you, you admitted yourself. He's Kirk Cousins. Yeah, but, you know, Kirk Cousins could catch fire every once in a while. Right? With that defense... He could do oh, yeah. it. Let's see him win this game. This is a big game with what we've seen Dak do in the playoffs. I think this this is to show you he's progressed the way you'd want him to see as a Cowboys fan this week. But both those teams look hot. Even though the Eagles coming off a loss last week, that's probably the game of the week, and we're going to get into that for sure. But it's good to be back. We missed last week. As you can see, we're already heated. Uh, I, myself, as a Jets fan, completely numb at this point. Uh, it's been about four weeks. Can't feel a thing. Um, <laughs> apparently, Zach Wilson's going to be the starting quarterback again. So it, the circle just keeps going around. It's, it's crazy town in New York. Uh, I'm a tired dad myself, just trying to make it through and get to this podcast. So I'm excited to see you, gentlemen. And we've been on fire in the NFL season. And we're going to look to keep it going as we get into this week's pod picks. This is where we give you our best bets of the week, and we keep track of our records so we can tell you who is hot and who is not. And at the end of the year, you do not want to be in last place in this competition. So let's give a recap on where we're at. I'm sitting at the top at 9-4. and four. Maddie Stats is at 7-6. and six. And Teddy is sitting at 5-7-1. and one. We've got enough time left for anyone to win it. How are we feeling at this point? 
feeling better than Teddy. Multifaceted. Teddy, you're slipping quick. What's going on over there? Uh, I got four weeks left, don't I? 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Five weeks left. Plenty of time. I'm going on a hot streak. I'm calling it right now. And I'm starting with the Texans and the Jets. Matty? You are going with the Texans and the Jets. That's, that's just rude. All right, so we've got 90% of the cash, but only 60% of the tickets on the Texans. This one's opened up at Jets plus six before dropping to plus three and a half on the news that Zach Wilson reluctantly will be starting for the Jets this week, which essentially proves how awful Tim Boyle was that Zach Wilson moves the line plus two and a half points towards the Jets. Like, that's how bad you were that Zach Wilson is made, moves the line that much. Both team secondaries are expected to dominate this week with PFF giving Garrett Wilson a below average matchup this week versus the Texans secondary. It should also be noted that the best PFF matchup grade given to a wide receiver in this game was a 42.6 for Nico Collins, who's expected to see split coverage between Sauce and DJ Reed. In the trenches, Houston's offensive line is expected to be outmatched with a minus 12% disadvantage versus the pass and a negative 22% disadvantage versus the run. And on the other side of the ball, the Jets offensive line has a minus 21% disadvantage versus the pass and a minus 18% disadvantage against the run. I'm going to jump in before you give your take on this game uh, as a Jets fan. I don't understand the two-point jump with Zach Wilson doesn't make much sense to me on from a sports betting perspective but any of those wide receiver matchup stats that you just gave out go completely out the window when you've got sauce gardner and aj reed probably still the best combo in the secondary in the nfl regardless of what their offense looks like and uh i'm interested to see where your head's at with this one mr no days off what do you got well you know i i stayed away from the dolphins all year and i almost took them I almost took him, but I decided to do the next best thing, and that's bet against the Jets. So the Jets are down and out. Uh, I don't know if your coach is going to survive this season. I think he might, but he's losing it quickly. I mean, they're putting back in an awful quarterback. Uh, you guys aren't going to win. And the line isn't that, it isn't, you know, isn't that big. So I'm taking the Texans. I think they win by six. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's about week 14. The Jets, this is, this is how what the Jets do. Week 14, they're out of the playoff race. The Jet fans are depressed. They're numb. They don't really care. There's no no more trash talking. So, uh, you know, we're back where, where we should be. Back where it all started, really. Uh... Let's give some stats on this game. So currently 61% of the cash and 89% of the tickets is on the Texans at minus three and a half. So from a system standpoint, that, that looks good for you, Teddy. I will note the money line is heavy jets at plus 164, 6% of the bets and 73% of the tickets. So that tells me there's a couple of big bettors out there that say, you know, this is a buy buy low spot for the Jets, and if they if they're going to win this game, like they're not just going to cover, they're going to win the game. Who are you taking in this game? Just lock it in for your official fix so we can all hear it. Oh, the Texans. C.J. Stroud, number one in the NFL in passing yardage, kind of crazy. 
Uh, rookie of the year, CJ Stroud. Oh yeah, hands down. Offensive player of the year. I don't know if those are two different no. things. I believe in the NFL, they are two different things. He's not it. Yeah, and he's not it. It's going to okay. be Tua MVP, Tyreek Hill offensive player of the year. All right, can't move on from that. We'll have to combat that now. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey's not in the conversation of offensive player of the year. He's in the conversation, but Tyreek's about to do something that's never been done before as a receiver getting 2,000 yards. That warrants offensive player of the year. It's possible. It's possible. But still a lot of time left. All right, so Teddy is locking in the Texans at minus three and a half. No surprise there. That's a real bet with your heart play from the beginning. But we're going to lock it in and. Uh, we're going to move on to our next game. We've got Maddie Stats currently sitting at 7-6, and six, our champion from last year. He's got the Bills versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Current line is Buffalo minus 1.5. Maddie, what do the stats say? All right, so we've got 67% of the cash, but only 46% of the tickets on the Chiefs. This one opened up at Chiefs minus 2.5 before moving to minus 1.5 earlier today. Although the Bills record doesn't show it, Josh Allen is having a great season, putting up a PFF grade of 91.4 on the season, which has him ranked third in PFF grading. If you're interested to know who he's behind, it's Tua and Dak. And Amato, if you're interested to know where your starting quarterback is ranked this week, of the 27 quarterbacks ranked, he's 24th above Desmond Ritter, Mac Jones, and Bryce Young. That's oh, his company. Bryce Young, that hurts. That's his company. I'm happy to, to not be last. <laughs> I wouldn't have been surprised if you dropped 27th right there. Yeah. Uh, on the other side of the balls, Mahomes has put up a similarly impressive season, which has been overshadowed by his poor wide receiver play. The KC wide receivers have been off of the season, be outmatched this week with Justin Watson and Sky Moore both bringing in a poor matchup ranking from PFF. And finally, in the trenches, we have Kansas City's offensive line has a 32% advantage against the pass. So, look, more or less, the Chiefs lost last week. They got embarrassed on national TV against a very hot Packers team, which we should also probably come back to at some point. They're looking very good right now. But I think KC comes in and just really cleans the bills up this week and, you know, gets everything back on track. Andy, Andy Reid doesn't lose coming off a bye. This is going to be a great game. I mean, this is AFC Championship rematch, maybe uh, a ago? future look into this year's AFC rematch, although what? Teddy will contest that because the Dolphins are at play there. But this is going to be exciting. It's interesting to see how the Bills come off a bye here. You know, Kansas City a little bit banged up. They are coming off a loss. And... You got to like Kansas City to bounce back. I don't know what the stat is, but they don't lose many times back-to-back games. That ca- that has that couldn't have happened often. Yeah, and and the Bills are bleeding out. You know, they have major injuries on their defense, and I just need other teams to put the Bills away because the Bills have the Dolphins number, and they play the last week of the season, and I don't really want it to mean anything. I will say, before you make your official pick, Maddie, a uh, couple numbers on this game from the betting perspective. 55% of the tickets and 39% of the cash is on the bills. So public's on the bills. Money's not so much. But what I wanted to say is I am holding a Super Bowl ticket for the Buffalo Bills. 
uh, at, I can't forget the current odds, but it's 200 to win 5,000. And I'm secretly rooting for the Bills now, obviously since the Jets season is dead. So that's, that's, an odd, that's an odd place to be cheering for a division rival. But, you know, I'm not cheering for him as much as I sort of see the path, and I agree with Teddy that like, if it ends up being Bills-Dolphins and the Dolph, you know, Dolphins-Chiefs have to battle it out, or you know, if that works out, Bills, Bills got the Dolphins number. Oh, yeah. It, it's the Chiefs that they got to worry about, which is why I'm very excited for this game. What's your play on this game, Matty? So I'm going with KC. Uh, I like them in this place. I like Andy Reid in a get-right game for KC. And maybe they get some stick or something, fix the wide receivers. They, can't, they need to make big changes in the, with the wide receivers next season. They can't do this to Mahomes again. They're just wasting good years. Agreed. This is crazy. I mean, the Rice seems like a player, but everybody else can go. Yeah. Yeah, Rice is definitely a keeper. He looks like he's going to be a star. And they keep increasing. I mean, this is going to be an amazing game. So a lot of good games this year. Has the Dolphins played the Chiefs yet? Yeah, we lost to them in Germany. Ooh. Because yeah, you guys don't beat good teams. All right, that's a good time to move on. All right, so I'm going to take on the third game. I'm sitting at 9-4 and four in the lead right now, feeling pretty good, but I can't get too comfortable because there's a lot of time left in the season. We're going to go to Baltimore, where the Rams are taking on the Ravens, and the Ravens are currently favored at minus 7. Maddie, what do the stats say? All right, so we got 75% of the cash, but only 23% of the tickets on the Rams. This one opened up at minus 7, hasn't moved even with the heavy action on the Rams. Both Stafford and Jackson have been great this season, putting, both putting up PFF grades over an 80 and have been playing some of the better ball of their careers. The Baltimore secondary is expected to outmatch the Rams receivers with Cooper Cup bringing in a below average matchup grade while expecting to see the majority of his coverage in the slot from Kyle Hamilton. It should be noted that the Rams will be facing a top two defense for the second straight week where they had not a problem moving the ball against the Browns, where they put up 36 points, but we'll be facing the Ravens defense coming off a bye. All right, this one's my game, so I'm going to save my commentary till the end. Teddy, what do you think about this game? Oh, I think the Ravens are on a roll. I think uh, Lamar Jackson's playing some pretty good football. They're 9-3. and three. They're you know in the, the driver's seat for first or second place in the AFC, and I think uh, they're going to keep rolling along. I, I don't I don't really understand why the Rams aren't better. I mean, I mean, I guess they're pushing the reset button, right? But they got Stafford back, they got Cup back, but Cup can't be a hundred percent because he's not playing that well. And uh, what's their what's their the I don't ball? think you're giving the Rams enough credit. The Rams are currently six and six, which I think that was going to be your question. And they were injured in the first couple games of the year. You know, Cooper Cup. Hurt his hamstring in week one. I, Stafford was banged up. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear the nonsense about injuries. Every team's got injuries. Okay. It's Cooper, well, wait, Cooper Cup matters. That's an injury that matters. We haven't had our. Often. We haven't had our left tackle all season, and we're the number one offense in the league. We got a the, the Rams spot. are on a three-game losing streak or winning streak, and their last loss was to the Packers, who again have come up as one of the hottest teams in the league right now. And they just beat the Browns with Joe Flacco. How was it to see Joe Flacco on TV yesterday? That brought back some painful memories. 
Wait, it wasn't in well, the booth? It wasn't yesterday. It, was, it wasn't yesterday, but it was last week. It's all a blur. <laughs> seemed like yesterday. It seems like yesterday. Thanksgiving, although, it seems like it was months ago. Yeah. But, all right, so I'm, I'm taking the Rams in this game. Wow. Um, I, I like where the Rams are going. I was a little bit concerned to see uh, Nakua, who got injured last week. He didn't practice yesterday. He was limited today. I think he ends up going, and he's a big piece of keeping Cooper Cup open and giving him an opportunity. And I like where the money's at. Obviously, this is system play. I don't know if I was being clear before, but when I'm giving my numbers, I'm talking about the money line. Maddie's talking about the spread, and it's just good to see where some of the big bets are coming in on the money line, and I like what I'm seeing with the Rams. So I'm going to take the Rams with the points, plus seven. I think the Ravens are a tough team to figure out, but they're also a sloppy team. So give me that seven points in an NFL game. I'll take the Rams. All right, that's our pod picks for this week, week 14. We'll do a quick recap. I'm on the Rams, plus seven. Maddie's on Kansas City, plus one and a half. And Teddy's on the Texans, minus three and a half. Lock it in. All right, we're heading over to our touchdown scores. This is where we give you our top touchdown scores of the week. We're going to give you our top four as individual plays, and then we're going to wrap them all together on Sunday in our touchdown parlay. So we're going to start with our first touchdown score. Who do we got? We have CMC versus the Seahawks. Last three weeks, he's played 84% of the snaps, 19% target share, which, which is absolutely amazing for a running back. And the most important part, he's CMC. So you know he's, there's a very high percentage chance he's putting one in. Who we got next, Matty? All right, we got Stefan Diggs versus the Chiefs. So this game has the second highest total of the week, and additionally, Diggs will be well-rested coming off a bye. On the season, he's got 20, a 29% target share as well as 30% of the end zone targets. And number three, we've got C.D. Lamb against the Eagles. Second highest wide receiver QB matchup. Got the highest point total for the week, which we like to see. In the last four weeks, he's got 31% of the target share with 50% of the end zone targets. We're taking C.D. Lamb at number three. Who do we got for number four? Last, we got Justin Jefferson. Now, this one's a little bit risky. He's coming off a hamstring injury. Hasn't played a lot this season or hasn't played since week five. But he's got a top-tier PFF wide receiver cornerback matchup. When he was on the field in week one through five, he got 30% target share. And after a four-pick game in the bye week, you could expect Dobbs to be firing the ball off to Justin Jefferson, trying to get himself back on track. I love it. Lock it wide in. Receiver, wide receiver heavy, huh? Is that well, rough we got week CMC in there. But not a lot of high point totals, right? I mean, we're seeing that average number come down each week. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, how many games are in the low 30s this week? I think there's like three games in the low 30s. I mean, the Chargers-Pats game was 6-0. Can't wait to see what tomorrow night's going to bring us. Um, so that's our touchdown scores for this week. We'll wrap it up into a parlay. The official odds haven't come out yet. It's too early in the week. We're recording on a Wednesday. But once we have the final odds, we will post it on the page. All right. 
We're going to get into the dad zone, but before we do that, just want to give a shout out to all of our listeners and our members uh, on Winnable. If you guys haven't checked out Winnable, check out our digital storefront that we have there. We've got all of our picks, including our free plays, uh, and we've got a bunch of membership options available. So check out Winnable. And we just launched our Shopify store as well. So if you're interested in some merch for the holidays, you can go ahead and check out our Shopify store. We've got a link on our Instagram bio. Appreciate all the support. There's some good stocking stuffers in there for dads. So take a look and check it out. Let's head into the dad zone. It's not only about sports betting with us. It's about balancing babies and bets. We've got three dads and six kids. Tired dads over here, as you can see. Uh, But what do we got for dad zone this week, gentlemen? How are we doing? They can't see, but if they could see, they would see three tired dads. They can hear it in our voices. It's, We're tired. it's tough, man. It's week 14, and it's like crazy to think that it's like, oh, oh it's no big deal. It's like Wednesday, every Wednesday for two hours. And it's just like between that and soccer and this, I got, I got a kid doing twirl. You know what I'm paying for something called twirl? I didn't even know twirl was a thing. What's, I didn't know it was a thing either. I'm paying for twirl and aggro. What? I've never heard of either of those things. I, I'm, the aggro I'm crag? If they got a piece of the aggro crag, I would be all in on paying. Yeah, it's a lot though. To your point, I mean, between sports teams and your 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 girls are older than our kids. I mean, we're not even into that yet as much. But and now the holidays are coming up. So much going on. Dude, I got to do Hanukkah and Christmas. Hanukkah starts tomorrow, right? Yeah, and I, you know, oh Shabbat Shalom. It starts tomorrow. I don't even have any gifts. It's a lot. We do have our bets in. We just don't have any gifts yet. Ready for Hanukkah. Yeah, yeah, I, well, I got to pay for the gifts. <laughs> you should be good with that with the way we've been hitting in the NFL. But yeah, lots going on. If we started, uh, you haven't done your gifts for Hanukkah. Teddy, have you started your Christmas shopping yet? Oh, guys, I'm stressed. I'm stressed about the Christmas shopping. I got a... Uh... You know, I got a variety of gifts. My mom has a birthday. In her, it's actually tomorrow my mom's birthday is. And the, let me tell you the problem. <laughs> shout out, right? Sally. Glad, yeah, glad we thought If you're it. listening. Shout out to Sally. <laughs> I think she listens. Um, the problem is, is that I waste all my good ideas on the birthday gifts and I'm left empty-handed on the Christmas gifts. You know, I've only got so many ideas, guys. Okay. And so I just hit a couple home runs at, for the birthday, and then Christmas is is tough. You know, having that so close together is is rough. But uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty well. I got a list, guys. I've written out a list, multiple lists actually. A lot of work. I have a new position at work, and a lot of work gifts that I got to get, which is which is tough. You know, I got to remember everybody. Don't want to insult anybody by forgetting them. And uh, a lot of responsibility. That's a lot. It's stressing me out just thinking about it. But uh, I've been having trouble with, you know, if I get the gifts too early, then there's like a moment in the on a weekend or something where it's like, oh, this would be perfect right now. And then we're like in the kitchen having the conversation. Should we just like, should we just like give it to him? Do we really have to wait till Christmas? You know, we'll just get another one. And like, this is what happens. And then you end up not realizing that you've, You've spent way too much money in the month of December. Mm-hmm. Does this happen to you guys or is this just a this me problem? I wrap it up ah. so I don't see it. I wrap it as soon as I get it. There's someone under the tree. There's someone in the closet from Santa. Oh, that's a good idea. 
I wouldn't be typically discovering what's being purchased for the kids on Christmas. Do better, I'm, Matt. I'm normally involved in like, the, well, no, I push for a big gift and then all the small stuff just gets done. I saw a perfect meme I need to post on the page now with a picture of you. It's exactly that. The dad finding out on Christmas, just sitting back drinking, finding out on Christmas what the kids got, being just surprised, just as surprised as that. Oh, guys, guys, this is why, like, I, I've been telling Matt for three or four years now to do better. Every Christmas growing up, my dad would come to come to us and go, what did I get you this year? Yeah, well, I'm not going to say like, it out you loud. Even, like, you I'm not going to let like, them... fake it. Yeah, no, that's no tough. I'm not going to let them know. But, you know, she prefers that. But I always push for, like, I get my one big one and I handle Hanukkah, right? So Hanukkah's a lot. Two times eight. And then you got to do Christmas right after. I thought there was seven. Eight nights. Eight crazy nights, my friend. Eight crazy nights. Huh. Well, good for you. You got an extra one so, in there. Quick question for the group. What is the approach? So do you know those little like Christmas shops that you used to go to when you were in like elementary school and you used to like love to bring home all sorts of stuff? Hmm. What is the appropriate amount of money you send your kid with to one of those shops in the year 2023? Oh man, these days? This economy. I was going to say 10 bucks. Oh God. 10 no. bucks will get you, get you like nothing. one thing for these days. You text 10 bucks. They probably charge 10 bucks for the kids to get the cup to walk in the door. Uh... $30. 30 I'm not giving him more than a 20 I would expect you to be able to buy like two things with that. I believe the number is 40 40 for what? I believe that's what uh, she gets sent to the store with. I don't actually know. I'm going know straight the, to the poorhouse. I don't Where know the exact number, with? but I believe it's 40 because, you know, she's going to buy stuff for us and grandma and grandpa. And I mean, she's buying for a lot of people. But I was like, 40 bucks? It seems excessive. Really does. I mean, everything's so expensive now. You know? You know, it's just funny. Just flush it down the drain. It's fun. That's it. There's no oh, it makes there her it happy. Is, Matt. Really... Look at, by, by, by the way, that sentence out of Matt's mouth just blew my mind. We've known that for 20 years now and nothing like that has ever come out of his mouth before. I'm proud of you, buddy. You know, it, it had to do with like I got to this point in the in the old house where I just had money and now with the new job and all of that, I could like be like I could not care anymore again, which is nice. Yeah. Jeez, I don't have I to manage the budget. College much. trying to get like a sandwich and you're like, well, this is this sandwich is not as good, but it is a dollar cheaper. So we're gonna go five miles to the other town to get it. And I'm like, really? Just for the sandwich? Just trust me. Trust me. We're gonna go there like for a couple times this month. That's like five dollars a month. We're gonna save this month. All right. Dude. So what? I went to Roma instead of Edna. Right? You give me a hard time. It was, it was a number one. You're another town. It was two blocks. It was two blocks. You know. <laughs> You know, we have an interesting dynamic here because both uh, Mr. Clutch and I both lived with Matt separately, but we have very similar stories. There's <laughs> one this. common denominator. There's only one common denominator. Yeah, no, Leopard stats. doesn't change his spots. <laughs> like, <right>? like, <laughs> you could try, but I ain't ever going to be a zebra. <laughs> <laughs> I think that should wrap it up. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, obviously, there's lots more going on around there, and it's it's not easy balancing babies and vets. But we always appreciate all the support on the page, and love catching up with you guys. Uh, we've been hot on the year, so let's keep it going. As always, whether you follow or fade, we hope you make some cash. We'll see you next week.